Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. episode 423. It is Thursday here in Cincinnati. It's a little chilly. We have rain on the forecast, snow for tomorrow morning, and yesterday we had a 75 degree and sunny day. (laughs) So we are immersed in spring weather here in the Midwest. It is also spring break for my husband and the Cincinnati Public School District. So here in our home, what that means are a lot of projects, (laughs) a lot of uh, time being used as efficiently as possible to maximize the days. So I am a little sunburned and windburned from being outside and a little achy on the muscles, but not too bad. I have been pondering still a lot of what I shared in last week's podcast about an experience I had eight years ago with um, just this really deep dive into motherhood and career and how those two were going to play out for me and what has been interesting. So I shared last week the experience I had and uh, the revelations I had just last week, eight years later. So if you haven't listened to that one, it might make more sense today if you go back and listen to that one first. But there was a a moment when I was sharing from my journal about what I wrote after uh, that weekend eight years ago, I wrote a note uh, to myself saying I knew that as I was in that experience, I needed to stand up and claim claim what I was going to do next, or and I used these words, or I would get lost in the womb of that room, in the womb of the medicine, in the womb of the music. I would get lost, and so I knew that standing up was what I needed to do to move forward. And over the last few days, I, I've been unpackaging the whole thing for a week now, <laughs> and it's been beautiful. It's been so beautiful to clarify how I parent, how I work, what I desire, how the two are shifting now that my children are grown up and you know so independent and self-sufficient what that means for my work. Also realizing I'm always going to be a mother and now I'm stepping into the role of grandmother, surrogate grandmother to my husband's grandchildren and the love and the attention I get to shower all over them. And, you know, the roles don't end just because our children grow up, but they shift. And I've been really sitting with a lot of that. And at the same time, I signed up for an Instagram educational course called Post Like a Pro, which is filled with beautiful information. A friend of mine sent me this video series by a beautiful woman named Melanie who runs a company called Alpha Femme, F-E-M-M-E. And she has this trademark masterclass with just tons of beautiful wisdom and information. And so I feel like my career, the work that I do is 
is uh, in a teaching moment. <laughs> the, I know how to do my work, the actual, like this, the work that I do, but running a business is a constantly evolving thing for me. And, and I, I don't love that part of the work. I, I prefer the creation. And so I'm studying what can shift so that I love the business side of it as much and really start marketing in a different way. Anyway, I've been immersed in all of this stuff, and and then my husband was home for spring break, <laughs> so so a lot of that stuff got put on hold <laughs> because there isn't room for all of that when my husband is in do mode. <laughs> it's like everyone goes into do mode with him. So I I sat with over the last couple of days that phrase of getting lost, you know, getting lost in the womb and. And needing the courage and the strength within myself to stand up and say, this is the life that I claim. This is the work that I'm here to do. And how it's taken me years, years to come to clarity about any of it, to trust fully in any of it. Each, each step was another evolving. As this morning in my meditation, before doing this podcast, I didn't quite know where we were going to go, as always, with the topic. And I, I kept getting the title, Getting Lost, Getting Lost. I'm like, that does not feel good. That title does not feel good to me because it doesn't feel true. I believe we have moments where we feel lost, where we wonder if we're on the right path. We wonder if we're with the right people. We wonder if we'll ever figure it out or find our way or whatever words we want to use for that. I've had many (laughs) moments of that in my own journey so many moments of that and what felt true to me it came right at the end of my meditation I just kept coming back to getting lost I know that's close but that's not it and then right at the end I remembered this moment in a movie that my husband and I watched over the weekend because it was raining (laughs) can't do a lot of outside work when it's raining so we got to watch a movie it was called the Adam Project Adam's Adam Project it was on um, Disney Plus, I believe. So many streaming platforms. Hard to know where all the movies are. But it was really beautiful. It was about time travel and this man who invents a time travel machine. And his son from the future comes back to clean some things up because someone's abusing the time machine. And how one change ripples through all realities of everybody like one person shift in a timeline ripples into everybody's timeline and he was coming back to correct that and so there was a lot of conversation about lost and found in a way that I loved and right in my meditation right before this podcast I was like oh no no it's not getting lost it's getting found getting found because that feels more true to me than getting lost. So here's, here's my reflections about it. And I'd love to hear how it resonates for you. I believe, I believe (laughs) in my heart of hearts, in the deepest part of me that we are birthed with those who are our tribe, our soul tribe and and that we dance with those, that nuclear soul family. We dance with them throughout time and space. And when we're not here on Earth, Gaia, we're like traveling the cosmos as a pack, you know, doing things together. And I think that a beautiful example of that that came to mind in my meditation was Marvel movies, you know, and whatever, what's the other one, not Marvel, 
blanking on it now, but you know the competitor. Um, my kids would really smack me across the head in this moment. They'd be like, how do you forget? I don't remember it. But you know, these super adventure heroes. So when when they, like um, Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman, find each other and support each other when something crazy is happening in the cosmos, in the universe, you know, when um, the big giant was trying to, like, destroy everybody in Endgame, like, they all find a way to come back together. There's a new one now. This is Marvel with Black Widow and uh, who are all the other ones she plays with? You guys would know. Captain America. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember all of them. I shouldn't be talking about it because I am not super educated. <laughs> but the idea is they, they find each other when there is some catastrophe happening, when they need support, when one of them is evolving and something is going to happen. Like they find each other and they, they do that work together. They feel that magnetic call to be back in that tribe and, and do their magic. And I was feeling that and that's what happened in the Adam project this future son comes back to support this young son young version of himself who he ends up learning from who teaches the like it's all so interconnected it's also interconnected and I feel like we we have these touch points where our soul our our source our soul family our tribe like we're always going to find a way to come back into each other's experience when it's most necessary. So really, do we ever get lost? Do we, do we ever, are we ever truly lost? I don't believe that. And yet it feels true so much of the time or maybe not for you. Maybe that's unique to me, but I, I hear it often from so many people you know, in my work and in my friendships, like, like, how did I get off course? How did I get so lost? How did I get over here? Why can't I find my way? We use all these words that have the energy of we're not where we're supposed to be. We're not with who we're supposed to be with. And then we judge and we spin ourselves into circles trying to figure out how to not be lost. <laughs> We lay in ceremony in a room for hours, wondering how we're going to have the strength to stand up and not be lost. <laughs> it plays out in so many ways. What I, what I feel in this moment is the certainty, the deep trust that we're never actually lost. We're never really alone we are always being found by ourselves by our soul by source by the soul family the soul tribe we travel with by those who are magnetically attracted to our energy and are coming to walk the journey with us like we're never actually lost it just feels that way and I feel like when we feel that way, we need the reminders that we're not lost, that we're actually found. <laughs> we are currently being found. <laughs> Almost like if you imagine someone's going through a forest and they think they're lost, but there's this little chip or something, their cell phone, and some helicopter is tracking exactly where they are at all times. <laughs> so they think they're lost, but the helicopter knows exactly <laughs> where they are. I mean, doesn't that sound like a James Bond movie or a Marvel movie? Like, there's no way you're ever lost. Someone is always tracking you. <laughs> and so why get so 
worried about being lost because that phrase has been bumping into my awareness for the last few days, specifically this morning. And I think, I think it comes from, <laughs> I think it comes from the spin of energy that happens when my husband is home <laughs> for so many days in a row. There's so much he wants to do that it's very easy for me to get caught up in his energy and his um, desires to get things accomplished. And I want to support him and help him and spend time with him and be around what he's creating. <laughs> and also like, Wah! it's, it's such a current, it can lift me off my feet and then I, I'm completely off my schedule and feeling ungrounded and, right, feeling lost, which isn't true, which isn't true. It's, it's just a moment of change and uh, shifting of energies and in in his case like massive momentum forward <laughs> my friend yesterday left me a message she's like you guys get more done in a week of spring break than most people do in three months <laughs> and that's how it feels like there's so many projects happening <laughs> that it's like <sighs> okay all right I'm just going to focus on this morning making my podcast and being right here <laughs> in this moment <laughs> creating this content this is my groundedness this is my like stability of this day and then you know next week I'll look around and the deck is suddenly not brown anymore it's gray and it's gorgeous and I'm like how did he do that <laughs> how did he get all that done there's new stairs being built that go down to the area around the pool I mean we've had these old stairs for 12 years 10 years since we've been here and we hate them every time we walk down them they are a danger because they're uneven <laughs> we're like we need to change the steps so now here we are changing the steps and my energy is like, oh, it's too much. <laughs> Isn't that how it feels sometimes? Um, not even sometimes, often. We know, we know we're evolving. We know something profound is shifting in our lives. And I don't just mean building stairs. Like we know we're in the middle of creating something new or building a new relationship. Um, stepping into a new phase of our career, creating something that has never been ready to be created before through us, having a baby, getting married. You know, there are, there are these times where we know something really beautiful is evolving and happening within our humanness. But at the same time, it's like I described last week, it can be so disorienting. We, we don't, have a framework anymore because the old framework is literally falling down it's being dissolved or broken apart and that sense of disorientation feels like I'm lost we're lost what I, I think this is a collective experience like humanity is lost humanity is you know crumbling I don't believe that I I believe structures crumble. I believe old beliefs crumble. Old ways of doing things dissolve. You know, our steps are old rotted pieces of wood <laughs> that are sitting on the side that we had to start carrying back up to the trash area this morning until start pouring down rain again. <laughs> we had to stop. There's, there's structures that will fall apart. But humans... 
humanity, the soul that comes to be in the human experience, I don't believe the soul gets lost. I I believe, <laughs> and I'd love to hear what you believe, <laughs> I believe <laughs> that when we choose to come be a soul in a human body at this time, we know every single possible pathway, every single possible choice. The soul is fully, completely aware of every single experience that will ever happen in that human journey from birth, from conception until returning to being a soul, exiting Gaia, which boggles the human mind because our human mind thinks there's no way. <laughs> how, how could you know all possible timelines, all possible co-creations, every, I absolutely believe that because we come from one, from source, from a unified energy field. And that unified energy field knows everything and, and holds memory of everything and is constantly creating everything. So we must have known before we came here every single thing that would happen, which means there's nothing that we're the victim of. There's nothing that is actually done to us without the soul, the consciousness having already been aware that that would happen. And so right now it looks like chaos. Our conscious mind thinks no one would pick this. No human, no soul would come be in a human body for this. Why? What is the point of this? And yet the soul still chose to come here. So there must be something happening in the evolution of humanity. There must be something happening in the individual evolution we're each going through that is so valuable that no price was too high. We, we desired to be here in the human experience. And we knew that it would be for something incredibly precious. And so we're here in it, and the conscious mind is going, what the hell? I'm lost. We're lost. Everything is lost. <laughs> but I, I offer this suggestion of what I'm also exploring. Like, what if we're all being found? What if, oh, there was just this beautiful moment. I'm going to give you a little spoiler on the Adam Project. So <laughs> if, if you don't want the spoiler because you're going to go watch the movie, I would just quickly fast forward for two minutes. <laughs> so in the movie, this older version of the son comes back and he's looking for his wife and his wife is lost in time and he's trying to match up with her and they find each other in this age now and he's from 2050 and they're trying to figure out how to correct time to correct what is wrong and they realize the only way to do it is she's going to have to die and he's going to have to figure out how to destroy this time machine and so she gets killed but right before that when he's saying I'm not leaving you I'm going to die with you she said there is an echo that ripples through time from this exchange of energy this love that we've already shared that echo ripples through time and it will find us and it will bring us back together in another moment, even if we don't understand how or why it will happen. And then, of course, it happens <laughs> in the most beautiful way. I was like crying. It was so sweet. It was so beautiful. And it just it made me believe in the magic again, in the the purity that is the soul having a human experience and 
time is so irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. Time defines everything on this human realm. And also, in the whole big scheme of it, it's irrelevant because time will keep evolving. Souls will keep coming in and out and playing and we'll find each other in, in other ways and other times, just like in the Marvel movies. <laughs> what is time? They move through generations. They move through like centuries. <laughs> There's a great part in, <laughs> in Eternals. I don't know if you've seen that one. Oh my God. I am so jumbling up all of my movies. I don't even know if that one's Marvel. <laughs> Eternals, whichever one that is. Man, I can't remember the word with the D. I will have to go research that now. That's terrible. Um, in Eternals, they they are here, this group of creators, beings, you know, birth the humanity and life. And there's this moment where they decide they have to separate. They can't stay together and keep doing what they're doing to guide humanity. They're going to have to divide up. And so they go their separate ways, and they don't see each other for ages. <laughs> One of them... Oh, it's so funny. One of them is a Bollywood dancer. <laughs> and he has this picture up in his trailer. I think it's his trailer. It's his room, whatever. <laughs> it has like five generations, but it's all him. <laughs> it's him through all of these generations because he doesn't age. And so they said, well, don't people know that that's you? He's like, no, that's my great-grandfather, my grandfather, my father, me. <laughs> like, here's, here's my whole lineage, but it's all him. It's all the same human. <laughs> oh, it was just the cutest to me quick description of how silly time can be when we look at ourselves through a different lens. And they found him. They came back to find him because they needed to come back together and create and heal and, you know, solve the problems of the world and save Earth. <laughs> just that. They had all these things to do. And so they had to find each other. <laughs> Uh, and I believe that I believe I believe that as souls when we chose to come here and we have all these options of what we can do and how we can play and create and who we can be with and who we can learn from you know contribute to all of that when it's spread out on the table I don't know that we're really partial to any one choice we know that all of those choices and all of those relationships and all of those pathways will teach us and that's why we choose to come here with all of the options on the table. And then when we get here and we're in the human realm and we're trying to wrestle with our mind and learn how to manage the body and remember that there's even a soul in the first place, <laughs> we, we play in all of the pathways and it's never straight linear forward. It's circular and zigzagging roundabout. And that's the magic of it. It's that... We don't know how it's going to go. We don't know how we will be as a human. We can guess. We can say, I'm going to rock it and be like the best, the best human there ever was or the best version of myself that I ever could be. But we don't know. We don't know until we're here. And we don't know until we start co-creating with all the other people who are also trying to figure it out. <laughs> all those other souls that are in human bodies going, oh, which pathway am I going to choose in this moment? My soul is saying choose the highest and my body is like go to sleep. And my mind is like ego. <laughs> so we zigzag all over the place. And when someone you're co-creating with is not in their optimal 
choice, perhaps, and then you're hanging out with them and then suddenly you're sliding and you're not in your optimal and then your energy pinks somebody else. It's just, it's just crazy cool. And that's, that's why we keep coming. It's an adventure. It feels like the Wild West in the universe, in my opinion. It's like, this is the place where you can do it your own way, completely break the rules and figure out a new way. And yeah, and then, you know, we still have collective agreements. And I talked about this a few episodes ago where I believe what is happening in the Ukraine is a course correction, a reminder to humanity of don't go too far to the edges. Don't, in that co-creation, don't abuse that privilege of choice, right? Like rein it back in and let's come back to higher potentials of co-creation, higher expressions of individuality. And what if President Zelensky is one of those who is finding us as a humanity and reminding us like, hey, hey, <laughs> let's, let's play nice again. Let's bring it back. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to look the way that we are headed towards which goes back to that whole, is humanity lost? I don't believe so. I believe humanity is finding itself and constantly rediscovering and redefining itself. And then of course we have Gaia, you know, the womb. I said in last week's episode, I felt like I was getting lost in the womb of the room. Well, the, the womb is also an energy and she's not allowing us to get lost or if she does allow us to get lost, she's not getting lost. Gaia is going to continue existing and breathing and evolving and functioning. Whatever humanity chooses to do, she is going to continue. And so perhaps as I redefine, you know, what I was sharing from last week, that getting lost in the womb, you can't really get lost in the womb, right? If you think about it, even in terms of a pregnancy, you can't get lost in the womb. The womb is eventually going to move you out. <laughs> You're going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the womb is going to say, no more space. Like you got you to gotta exit and the baby will be born. I, I believe that with Gaia. She will allow us to play and create. But I don't know that we can actually get lost in Gaia. We can get found here. So those are my ramblings in this moment we are also headed towards a new moon in aries tomorrow i don't know if you can hear it but there is a huge windstorm outside it's been all night it's been raging wind all night blowing it in <laughs> like in chocolate the north wind is blowing it's bringing in change tomorrow's a new moon in aries and that's the beginning of a new zodiac cycle there's a whole bunch of stuff happening in chiron which if you follow astrology Check out what some of the astrologists have been saying specifically about President Zelensky and President Putin and what's happening in the war. And then also bringing it to the Oscars and Will Smith and Chris Rock. What was going on astrologically with that? This Chiron energy, this wounded healer energy is deep and activated. And so if you're if you're feeling like you're lost, the new moon in Aries with Chiron right now is amplifying that, I'm sure. So 
So do a little research, like read some articles, see what astrology, Astro Butterfly has a beautiful article about the definition of Chiron and how that plays out in someone's chart. So I would spend a little time there if you're, if you're feeling the tenderness and the sensitivity at this time. And then after this, I am going to go create my New Moon in Aries energy tarot card reading, which is so much fun. If you um, have not yet watched me pull cards, <laughs> it's fun. I just ramble about what I'm seeing in the tarot and how that applies to humanity at this time. And they're always so much fun. I do those once a month, well, once every lunar cycle, which is about once a month. And then I will also create a new moon meditation, which will probably feel super soothing to you if you're feeling the bumpiness right now of energies. Um, and that will be available also on where my website in my store. So VivianGerard.com. And then under my store, there's a new moon magic area that will have that for you. Included with the new moon meditation is participation in our manifestation circle. So you can send me your intentions for the next lunar cycle. Like what is it you most desire to shift in your journey? What is it that you're wrestling with? And how can you be intentional about creating something different? So I had a friend ask me the other day, like, what do you mean by intentions? And I said to her, well, here's an example, like my intention for communicating, for being in that conversation with her was depth. I, I really wanted to connect at a deep level, not just the surface conversation. Like I wanted to hear how she was doing. I wanted to share how I was doing and to leave that conversation feeling like, oh, my friend, like I see you and I missed you and how sweet to be in this moment with you. And so intentions, when you step into a conversation with intentions, when you step into a new lunar cycle with intentions, it, it guides the energy. You're, you're guiding the direction of the energy that is going to carry you forward. It's like this week, my friend, my, another friend asked me, what's your intention for this week with your husband being home for spring break? I'm like, oh, maybe she didn't even ask me. Maybe I just told her. I think I just told her. I said it's for depth depth and intimacy like yes we're going to get a lot done and I want to feel like deeply connected to my husband through all this work and activity that we're going to do and so intentions are powerful and when we claim or set an intention at a new moon when there's a new cycle of of this you know lunar <laughs> to me the lunar cycle is everything it creates all the movement of energy and water on our planet, emotions. And so at the beginning of each new moon, new cycle, when you're intentional, you're now in this powerful place in your own life of directing the energy. So we do that every new moon, and you can send your intentions over, along with uh, purchasing the meditation, you can send your intentions over, and then I handwrite them into our manifestation circle. It's pretty cool. All right, that is what I have. I trust that you, oh, next week, I don't think I said this, next week there will not be a podcast. I am going to be, <laughs> once again, in my husband's busy energy. We're going to go out of town um, to a city a few hours away, and we're taking, I think, 40 of his students from his department, high school students, um, away for a couple days, and we're going to have an adventure. We're going to go see some very cool places that relate to theater and technical uh, creations. 
lighting design. It's going to be so much fun. A little bus ride. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> so I will not be doing a podcast next week. I will be back the week after, and I'm sure I will have many adventurous stories to share with you. So until then, have a beautiful day. Mwah. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Facebook or Instagram in a community I call the Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts, what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.